0: Yes, she, yes, she,
1: All right, are we ready? Yes. Maya, okay, I'm here. In five, okay, in five, four, three, two. Look at you. You made it to another episode of We Did That Shit podcast, where we talk about who did some shit, how we got through some shit, and what we learned from shit. I'm Maya. And I'm Babi. Podcast family, we appreciate you. And we hope your week was the shit. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. If you enjoy our company, please subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. We're on iTunes, Google Play, Anchor, YouTube, and Spotify. You can also follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at We Did That Shit. Hey, Maya. Hey, what's going on? Chilling. You see me, I'm chilling hard, too. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: It was one of them days, so I'm chilling myself. And I still Mm -hmm. got so much to do.
1: Oh, wow. I've
0: been doing a bunch of stuff all day. I was busy at work. What? First of all, I don't know why people (laughs) think that I'm never busy. I'm not busy. (laughs) No, because I'm not busy like most people are busy at work. But I have shit to do, first of all. And second of all, I'm never going to be that busy at a job ever again.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Because I feel like work that's there is going to be there tomorrow. Now, I am, you know, if I have a deadline or something, I'll meet it. But if I have stuff on my desk, it's going to be there today. Tomorrow. It's going to be there tomorrow. It's going to be there the next day. Probably the next week, because that's how companies go, you know? It's just stuff to keep doing. I'm not doing all that extraness. I'm just not for for a business that's not my own. That's oh, okay. just where I'm at with it. My day has been nonstop. But anyway, how you doing? How was your week?
1: How was my week? My week was... um. I think my week was good.
0: You You think your week was good or your week was good?
1: Come on. Same shit different me. Okay. All I could Friday, I remember Friday was a bad day.
0: At work or just in your life? Of
1: course. Where else? I don't have bad days in my life. It's just when I be ready to leave the building and just toss a Molotov cocktail over my shoulder. But like I hope this thing ain't standing in the morning. If you
0: feel like you don't have, this is what I don't understand. (laughs) I just really don't understand this logic. If you don't have bad days in your life, why Mm -hmm. would you have bad days at work? And I'm not saying that the people at can't make you have bad days or, Mm -hmm. or just being busy or just trying to complete a task. Can't have you in a bad way, Mm -hmm. but you shouldn't be having bad days at work from nine to six. And then when you leave, you're just like the happiest person. You need to channel that energy into like getting your life and being happy about something at work. You're you're absolutely right. No, no job that, and we, I said this before, and I'm going to say it again, no job that could be here today and going tomorrow should have your energy to the point where you are so miserable And then you're so happy when you leave. That doesn't make sense.
1: I'm sorry. Right, You are 100% correct. And I spent most of the weekend in deep contemplation and prayer. And this new and improved baby is getting on my nerves because the old baby would have been like, fuck this shit. I don't have to take this shit in two months because I was ready to go in two months. Right. But I've been there o- over two years now, still with the same bull spit. But it's it's a new, mature baby. That yeah, is... I commend you for that as far as and staying. Thank I'll you. commend you for Thank that. You. As There's as obviously something today, I have to learn. Because you know me. That's right. I'll be out. I'll worry about paying the bills later after unemployment then ran out and then I'm trying to shake a tail feather out here or something. I don't care. But, but no, I was, you know, this this is the new mature baby that's, and I really think that there's something there that I have to learn. There's something it it has to be, but you know, I did spend the weekend in contemplation about it because I don't, I don't like other people. I don't care what kind of situation it is. I don't want other people to dictate how I'm going to feel right I don't like that either so um you know I'm I'm working on it whatever has to be worked out is going to be worked out and then it's going to be over how was your week my week was
0: you yeah, my week was all right I had a, a an annoying ass day and I think that I'm just trying to get myself in the you in had a better a,
1: a day today
0: yeah, and it, and, it, and I feel
1: like the annoying day today... Overshadows your great week? Yeah. Because you had an adventurous weekend. <laughs> <laughs> it was just... Did it was I? Best. I was by my phone every second. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the weekend was adventurous. And you know what I realized? No, wait. I had an annoying day because you know, like I'm happy I'm getting older because when you get older, that means that you're still living. Right. Mm -hmm. But then another part of me is like, shit really changes when you get older and the stuff that I once could like brush off my shoulder or not worry about, you know, as I get older, I feel like I'm more worried about it. Things is changing. Like, even just like, just everything, you know, like it is more gray hair, your body don't move the same, Mm -hmm. you know, every, cause you know how I am, every little thing, I'm like, oh Lord, I got a new mole. I got a new bump, not not that I got a bump, but you know what I'm saying? It's just like a new, I just, every day I look in the mirror and I be like, do my eye look a little lazy? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, like my hair ain't swooping the right way. You know what I'm saying? I can't, you know, my fingernail look like, mm, I don't know. You know, it's just, it just feels like it's just oh a lot. God. And today that uh, coupled with the fact that I was busy, it just was like, it's too much. So I just felt like I had an annoying day and, and all day, I just felt like I was trying to pull myself out of annoyance.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I'm saying? So, I like know exactly I spent what you mean. I spent trying more not time to be annoyed, trying. right? Exactly, yes, honey. I it, know
1: exactly what you mean.
0: So, and I don't even know why because it ain't even like so much is going on that I'm like, I mean, there's stuff going on, don't get me wrong, but you know, mm-hmm. it, anyway. But yeah, I did have an adventurous weekend, so I'm trying not to let this day overshadow the fact that I had a, a good adventurous weekend, right? Yeah, <laughs> 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 this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> this week it was very interesting to me because you know how you have that epiphany about yourself. You know, like you could just be sitting and you have an epiphany about yourself, like,
1: mm. I'm the shit. Right. Or you have an
0: epiphany about yourself. And you'd be like, damn, I'm a liar. Right. Like, and I had an epiphany about myself, even though I know I always kind of knew that I could come up with stuff, not lying, but that I could come up with stories right off the top of my head but when I had to do it this weekend it it's was like flowing. it just flowed like it wasn't nothing I didn't think about it it was just like you know what this is what I'm gonna say and that's what I said and I said
1: what I said and that's what <laughs> I said
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I you know I hung out with um a friend that I hadn't seen in quite some time mm-hmm. and we had a really nice time um It was good to catch up. I I realized, oh, I I missed you. And so it was good to catch up with them and um, seeing seeing, seeing them, didn't see some other people I was supposed to see. And, you know, but life goes on. And and now we'll say this. Always, always, always go with your first mind. Mm -hmm. If your first mind say, that ain't the one for you. Right. If first mind says buy the dress, mm. buy the dress. And I was kind of second-guessing my first mind. Mm-hmm. And then I was like the epiphany. It was like, girl, what you second-guessing it for? You, you belong to no one. You know what I'm saying? You're single. Mm-hmm. It's nothing. It's like, you know. Because y'all know I'm single. You know I'm dating. But until one of these dates or one of these people that i'm seeing
1: make it official what it is it is what it, absolutely now i want to get back to this going with your first mind because no. when i meet a person and i be like nah they ain't it y'all be like oh eh, my gosh you well, need to give the person yeah. a chance with it like my first mind be telling me no I yeah, be your first mind
0: says no to everybody your first mind what? says no to men and i don't want to say no That's to men. Period. Like the women but your first mind goes to yes it is it, no. it does, yes it is it does not matter if you you can meet give me your celebrity crush i like shannon sharp okay shannon sharp could walk through the door and you love Shannon Sharp right now you look at mm-hmm. him be like I like him oh his skin his you know his voice just his build mm-hmm. just everything about him is just like mm, look at you Shannon and then when Shannon Sharp walks through the door you be like mm, Shannon Sharp I thought he was cuter than that I don't <laughs> know the way that his eyebrow sits up is like and did you see the way he was sucking his teeth when he talked
1: and, but that's and- my first mind yeah you said go with your first mind and and what about baby g what about baby g my first mind wasn't like no -mm, no yeah that wasn't my first
0: mind shouldn't have been your first mind with baby g what about him i mean like you act like you
1: you said with nobody it's not true like i know i know when it's nothing.
0: If, if you dated 70 people, I'm just throwing a number out there. Mm-hmm. 69 of them was a, uh, he, I can't even believe the way he well, talked. It's, it's not about the 69, it.
1: it's about the one. The one from oh, okay. my first mom was like, oh, hey, how you doing?
0: Oh, okay.
1: I'm just saying. I'm not yeah, well, saying you're wrong. I'm just <laughs> saying. <laughs> I'm saying that I, I got one out of 70. <laughs> okay. you know what I mean?
0: That's all I am saying. <laughs> well, we're gonna focus on that one. We focus but yeah, on we're definitely gonna focus on that one. But yeah, my, my weekend was very adventurous and and the week was is the week was pretty good leading up to the weekend. Mm-hmm. So it was a good time. It was a good time.
1: Good times. So who did some shit this week?
0: <laughs> it's so much stuff going on, but the one thing that I wanted to talk about this week. So Robert Smith. Mm -hmm. who is a billionaire investor, he was invited to do the commencement speech at Morehouse College for their 2019 graduating class. And while he was there doing his commencement speech, he announced that he would pay off the student loan debt for each graduating member of the 2019 class.
1: Now, did he graduate from Morehouse as well?
0: Yes, he did. Um, He said in his speech that on behalf of the eight generations of my family who have been in this country, we're going to put a little fuel in your bus, he Mm -hmm. said. Now, I know my class will make sure they pay this forward. I want my class to look at these alums, these beautiful Morehouse brothers, and let's make sure every class has the same opportunity going forward because we are enough to take care of our own community. We are enough to ensure we have all the opportunities of the American dream. Amen. They say, you know, it was 396 students that were in the 2019 graduating class. And when they mm-hmm. did their calculations, they said that the debt added up to something around like $40 million. Wow. Um, And so, I mean, just the thought of that is like mind boggling to me because I know what it is for somebody to pay off your student loans. You know what I'm saying? It mm-hmm. is the greatest burden that somebody can take off of you because, right. Student loans, you pay sometimes for the rest of your life. Mm. You never think that you're going to be done. And what a leg up that this gives these young Black men that they can now go into the world without having any debt from school and they can just start their life fresh. Right. I think that's just so, so
1: beautiful. There's nothing more true than when he said... We can take care of our own community, and I'm t- I don't care if you got 10 million or ten dollars, right? You know, we can take care of ourselves, mm-hmm. and um, that is the thing that moved me most. That was just a phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal thing. I was just like, oh my gosh, I was happy for every parent, yes, you know what I mean? I was happy for every student, and I was just happy for people in general who are looking for some kind of burden relief Mm -hmm. because if it can happen to that person or that group of people, it can happen for you too. So if you're still believing for something, you know, it can happen. That was just Mm -hmm. a, a great, great, experience all around and and
0: the fact that it was at a historically black university that's I mean, right. college and that a black man was that's able right. to do it it is like amazing because you know so according to forbes in 2000 well this is from 2018 there are it was like 2046 billionaires
1: mm-hmm. in the
0: world you okay. know 12 of them 2,000. I think 12 to 14 of them are Black. Okay. And so out of 2,000 people, 14 of them or 12 of them being Black, for this Black man to do this for these Black men is right. just phenomenal. And And, of course, you know, nothing good in the age of social media can happen without you getting some negative bullshit. I like really seeing people on social media, angry <laughs> at the fact that Robert Smith was paying off these 396 students' debt. Angry. One girl, one girl that I saw, she tweeted out and she said, why does one person have enough wealth that they can do something like this, where you have such a disparity in incomes with people. I was like, what the hell? (laughs) Now, listen to what I just said. Mm -hmm. Out of 2,046 people in 2018, only 12 of them are Black. So you wouldn't have no problem because that mentality feels to me like you wouldn't have a problem if Warren Buffett paid off somebody's debt. But you have a black man who is able, Mm -hmm. who has the funds to do something like this. He's a billionaire. It's it's what the children that are graduating from this college would strive to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, not only is he just it's not even about him just being a billionaire. It's like you said, he paid it forward. He took care of his own community. Mm -hmm. It's a, a class that he I mean, a school that he graduated from that he felt the need to invest back into so that these boys can go on to be men to go on to do what he's doing. Mm-hmm. and you have a problem with that then i've seen other people saying oh well the fact that they just did it for men
1: what we can't, we can't those people, but but those people are not the people who will be receptive to gifts because they just you know naysayers just like yeah. you know no that what to be is anything. going on yeah, I mean I've I've heard some things too, but I don't pay attention to that mess. But the one funny thing I saw, because you know the internet has no chill. And I'm sorry, it was funny to me. The uh what's her name? Rachel, uh, the one who was the white girl who was the president of the NAACP. Rachel Dolezal. Yes. So they had a picture of her looking like she graduated, Talk about I too, and with Morehouse.
0: <laughs> I was like, flavor, just... anything she could say, like, yes, <laughs> graduate of Morehouse.
1: Um, I mean, college. but like, as soon as it came out his mouth, it was on the it, uh, I saw somebody posted it on Facebook, and I just thought that was so funny. Like, here they go
0: people have no chill. They even was tweeting right. Oprah. Oprah tweeted out something like general, like oh, I'm growing vegetables today. And somebody put under her post like, oh, why didn't you pay off uh student loan debt and this, that and the third. And, and then Oprah responded to the person. Right. Now, and Oprah was like, plenty people uh, to college. Oprah said, Well, I guess you're not counting the X, Y, and Z amount of people that I sent to college or the $14 million that I paid in tuition or whatever. Like Oprah had time. She was like, don't come for me. He did that, but I too, you know, she did it. I too um, am doing my part, you know, and everything doesn't have to be publicized. You know what I'm saying? Robert Smith, like in reality, even if he wasn't tapped to do the commencement, in speech that was on his heart to do, to do so right. even if he wasn't tapped to do the speech he would have probably done what he did anyway not to mention the fact that that's his uh alma mater he's probably done so much for the college in general that wasn't publicized if just not too long ago people ain't even know who robert smith was, well, it was. and it's so right. funny that he did this because i was talking to my friend slash co-worker mm-hmm kevin and i was just saying to him a week and a half ago something about robert smith and he was like well who is he and i was like he's a um one of the black billionaires that we have i said he's a philanthropist he's an investor you know he he um got his start with tech Mm -hmm. and so i was like look him up you know i was like a lot of people don't realize who he is just like even like people don't uh know that Bob Johnson, you know, the owner, the person who started BET, he's right. a black billionaire, you know, his wife, Sheila Johnson. Right. People don't know these things, and I mean, like, it's not she like owns we're going to the out-
1: hotels, right? Yeah. right? And
0: it's not like we're going out and, like, seeking the information, but again, he was under the radar until now. Mm-hmm. Now everybody's like, oh, Robert Smith, and it's like, the man has probably been doing all kinds of stuff, you know, under the radar, but bravo to him, and yes. um, like you said, you can spend $10 million or $10, but... We let's can it take it care of our own. That's right. And, and do something. Yes. You know? So um, that was really the only thing that I had for this week. It, that was so powerful, I didn't want to burden it. Right. It, it down,
1: overpowers but, uh, everything else. It, I agree. Things,
0: you know? So congratulations to those young men as well. And I, I hope that they go forward to do great things.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, so, the, um, the valedictorian is... Um, he had a 4.0 grade point average and was accepted into, um, I forgot the number of law schools, but he did cho- choose Harvard. So, the valedictorian is going to Har- Harvard Law. Oh, okay. For that class. hmm I was just... Re- <laughs> I don't know.
0: You know what's crazy is because I know a lot of people who went to HBCUs and then mm-hmm. they went... To other, you know, Ivy League colleges to do their uh, graduate degrees and stuff like that, and I'm like, I don't know, how about right. that? Yeah, it's <laughs> like I went to a predominantly white college, so it was like. It, it, then I went to Temple, and that was, mm-hmm. you know, whatever for graduate school. So it's just like I'm continuing on, but I don't know if I would have went to Spelman if I would have went to. Harvard law as opposed to another HBCU law school. You know what I'm saying? I, I just I don't know if I had that experience if I would have wanted to now have that whitewashed experience that you're going to get in right. Harvard. You know what I'm saying? All
1: fall asleep in the lobby reading your books. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying like ah, well congratulations, congratulations to him. Congratulations right. to him. So, um
0: Let's just get into the topic for this week. Okay. I was having a conversation with a friend. Mm-hmm. And she was just telling me some things, you know, about her relationship. And she was talking about how her man is insecure. It baffles me because I'm like, well, I've been knowing you and knowing this relationship for so long. You ain't never cheated on him or you've never given him a reason to to be insecure And so, why is he? And Mm -hmm. she just started explaining a lot of different things about insecurities that I just never thought of, just ever. Because Mm -hmm. maybe it's because I feel like I've never dealt with an insecure man. Mm. But then, too, I know the signs of someone being insecure.
1: There are signs, but they're not all the same for all people. Now, men are insecure for... A few, first of all, you have to get to the reason that they're insecure. Right. Like some men are insecure because of them. Mm-hmm. You know, because of them. When women are insecure, we buy a good bra or buy some Spanks, mm-hmm. <laughs> wear makeup. Get know, yes. weave, you know, stuff like that. Well, that's what we do when we're insecure. When men are insecure, it comes out a different way when it's about themselves and they tend to project it onto other people. And then some men are insecure because, and people don't talk about this much, but men don't heal from past hurts. Mm-hmm. They keep it and then that makes them insecure for the next relationship they're always waiting for you to do what the last person did. And even if you were 10 million miles away from doing that, in their mind, here it comes tomorrow. Right. You know, I know tomorrow's going to be the day and that causes them to be insecure. So it's a duality and it Manifests itself in different ways because I was in a relationship with a man who was insecure and I had no clue until we weren't together anymore.
0: Oh well let's let's get into that but first (laughs) before we get into that because I'm very interested in knowing what he displayed that when you got out of the relationship that you thought was insecure uh because you know insecurities to me feel like abuse, abuse. <laughs> oh it, it, you know if you insecure you want to know where I'm going what I'm doing who I'm mm-hmm. doing it with because you're insecure that feels like eventually you're gonna slap me like I feel like uh, it's a slap <laughs> coming on and even if you're not an abusive person to me in my mind I had I look at you as abusive you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying because I'm an adult you're an adult right. I'm a human being you're a human being right but anyway in talking to her I did a little bit of research okay and I came up well I didn't come up with it but I read an article that had seven signs that your insecurities are affecting your relationship okay and then if your man that you was in a relationship with that was insecure if he don't got none of these then I need you to tell me what the signs was because now I'm thinking like am I dating somebody that might be insecure so number one You have trouble fully trusting your partner.
1: In my experience, Mm -hmm. he clearly did, but I didn't know, you know, I couldn't tell. And I don't trust anybody, but again, that's something that I don't project onto the other person. So unless that mistrust is projected onto the other person, you don't know. Well, was he projecting that onto you? Like, was he
0: projecting that he didn't trust you? Because when you are saying to a no. person, like, I know what you... Okay.
1: Yes, so, he was. Yes. Okay. but it, Yes. Like, looking back, and this is after, you know, we weren't together anymore. In the beginning, he did little things. Like... like and I just thought they were strange.
0: Well, give me an example.
1: You know, like, one time we were going somewhere and this guy it was somebody was having a yard sale or something mm-hmm. on Westfield Avenue too Westfield Avenue or Federal Street one of them mm-hmm. and it was Westfield Avenue cuz it was in Penshawke the guy i guess it was his house who was having the yard sale the guy had on this like spaghetti strap <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, like and you know how something catch your eye and you be looking like, what the hell does he have on? You know what I mean? It wasn't
0: like a G unit. Um, it wasn't like a G unit. No, um a white strap. No, oh, okay. it, was it was like a camisole. I know a spaghetti strap when
1: I okay. was okay, Okay, like and he may have even really cut spaghetti straps. He oh. might have cut them or something because like he cut the white beard. And, and I was just looking I had a like a camisole. And so, and he was driving and when he saw me looking, he was like, what you looking at? I was like, look at that guy. He had a fit. About you saying, look at the guy? Cause I was looking at the guy, but he had a spaghetti strap muscle shirt. Like who does that? And you know, I don't argue. You know, you, I don't know what you're saying. I don't even remember if he was saying anything or whatever, but trying to get me, I don't argue. And I'm not going to sit here and argue with you over no foolishness. He literally turned around and we went back home. I forgot where we were going, but he literally turned around and went back home. So that was it for me. Like, I thought it was super stupid, super dumb. And I went home, he went home, and we didn't speak for about maybe three, four days. And then he came over was like, now, mind you, all
0: because you said, said, look at that guy. And he he went off and nothing about that made you feel like, I don't know about him. No, I mean cuz I would have said, "Oh my god, he going to slap me next week." <laughs> <laughs> if you said to me, no. I said to you, "Look at that guy." And you was like, "What you looking at him for?" Oh, now you like want to look at guys. No, what he did he say it, say it like he because automatically like I would have said, "Oh, he going to slap me tomorrow."
1: No, he it was no it was never any anger. I never now I don't like anger. You know, I don't I don't do the anger thing and the raising, the yelling, the raising your voice. I don't argue. I don't do that. He was like, you with me and you looking at another man? Um, and I was like, just looking at him like, what the heck is wrong with this guy? And like, he was really upset about it. Not angry, like mad that I was scared, but just like upset and literally turned back around and we went home. So I went to my, cause we were literally neighbors.
0: He threw a temper tantrum.
1: Yeah, but- yeah. And so we, we came back, went home and I didn't speak, you know, I wasn't going to call him because clearly something's wrong with you, you know, and I'm not going to sit there and entertain whatever this nonsense was. So, all right, I'm, uh, I'm good. Cause, Cause you know, I, all right. <laughs> and then like maybe three days later he came over or called me or something. And then we, I'm sorry, this, that, whatever. I'm like, all right. Like, and I just, and then it never happened again. So I didn't, you know, miss that one. Yeah, we'll that was
0: definitely a miss because I would have been like, been Mm-mm, been Mm-mm, child. <laughs> I had to
1: leave Reggie. <laughs> this ninja went crazy. He about <laughs> to smack me." It go crazy though. He didn't go crazy, and that's what I think. Well, that's see, really that's, what it was. It was, it was so me. subtle.
0: Yes, that's it worse so- to me when you're calm. Mm-mm, you might as well just start going crazy and smack me because now you calm, and I really think it's a lot. All right, number two you internalize your negative thoughts and turn them into actions. Well, you didn't gave us that example. Cause that's what he did.
1: I don't. Yeah. Right. Because he definitely was one that was insecure because of his experiences. Okay. You know, he was all in and then later found out that the chick wasn't, or, you know, he experienced that, like the chicks cheated on him. So he internalized all of that. Like, I try to do... Because he, he really believed in taking care of. Mm-hmm. You know, he prided himself on that. And um, so it was like, why would you need to go somewhere else for anything, you know, if I take care of you? But they did, for whatever reason. But they was like, bum bitches. Probably above.
0: because... No, they probably went other places because of his insecurities. Well, you know, I'm not... That's what I'm I am not itself into... it it comes out. And even though it doesn't come out in a, like you said, he wasn't angry or anything like that. It was very subtle. No, that
1: wasn't, no, it wasn't. He, he didn't start out being insecure. Okay.
0: Right. But he he didn't didn't start out with one person. But then when that one person did him wrong, then the second person, then he was insecure. Then the second person did him wrong. right? And then, then what? You the fifth person. So now you got to deal with
1: all four of their baggage. That's me, but like in the first relationship, I think what it is is that he has some things in his head, and when it doesn't work out, it was like, so he had, like, you know, so it happened one time, he has a little bit of caution, you know, and then it happens again, but every time it happened, it just increased, like he was all right at first, but then ever since he really tried to be like a boyfriend-boyfriend, and it didn't work out, it just... He started with the insecurity and it just increased with every experience. Well, I hope he ain't beating somebody up now. And he's if still not beating prison, anybody. He's still not beating anybody
0: up. He's, he's probably making their life miserable he, with, he, the, well, um, with the insecurities. I mean, okay. Number three, you compare yourself to your partner's exes. Now, did he do that with you? Did he well, compare? We didn't you didn't talk
1: you to about his... exes. He okay. didn't talk about exes and stuff like that. But um, no, I don't. No, I mean I don't know what was going on in his little brain, but it wasn't a verbal conversation. Right. Next,
0: you rely on your partners to make you feel like you're enough.
1: Now yes.
0: with my uh, but
1: that's that's most men though. They just you gotta be their biggest cheerleader. Yeah. Yes.
0: Hey. Yeah. I mean, they do need a lot of. Like reassurance.
1: All right. And which, and uh, that's another thing. To me, I'm a very, I'm a giving person. You know what I mean? So I give you, when we first started dating, he took me out and I gave him a card. I put a card in his mailbox. Like I had a nice time. Thank you, whatever. You know what I mean? So I always was a big, I'm a big card giver, you know, little trinket gifts or something useful or something like that. Um, you know, I was always doing that kind of stuff. So it, it fit. Yeah. So, and so if you had that need, that need was fulfilled. And I never had to experience anything because of that.
0: To me, it all boils down to the confidence thing. Right. And you know, I'm attracted to confidence. So I feel like you got to know that you are enough. Like if I got to tell you, you're attractive enough, you fun enough, you smart enough. It's like, hmm what what do you think of yourself? And that's a turnoff. Right. You know, regardless of whether you're doing it subtly or whether you're doing it uh like straight up in my face, you have to know that you're providing enough, you know, that you are like I, I shouldn't have to tell you, you fun every five minutes. Come on, my well,
1: I mean, for people for people who are insecure because of themselves. Yeah. I can see where they need this. But for people who are insecure because of their past experiences, they really need this because they feel, no matter what they do, they feel like it's not enough.
0: Don't put your past relationship experiences on your new relationship. Right. I mean, I feel like, wonder if you're enough, if you really got some shit going on. Right. Now, if you was dealing with somebody, and they treated you like stir-fry shit, and you chose to stay, don't put that, that on That was me.
1: on you. I exactly. haven't treated you
0: like that yet. Exactly. Give how about, everybody their how
1: about they was a bum bitch. How about that? Right. How about, there's nothing wrong with you. They was a bum bitch. You, right. The only thing you did wrong was you picked a bum bitch. Yeah, and <laughs> give everybody their own opportunity to show you who they, who they are,
0: are, or be exactly. be by yourself. Exactly, by I yourself. agree. Like, that's a that's a, a definitely an option. You could mm-hmm. be by yourself. Don't bring nobody else into your bullshit. Okay. All right. So the next one is there's a feeling of distance in your relationship.
1: Never was distance.
0: Well, no, because he was wondering what she was doing every five minutes. So of course it was. But not
1: a- in a nagging kind of way. It just wasn't like what you doing, how you doing, where you going, what you doing, where you going, where you going? how you doing, what you doing. How it, it wasn't. Because it that's wasn't. I think. It right, but it wasn't like that. People well, think that that's the only way to be. It was like, um, you know, because of our schedules, like the way he worked and the way I worked, I went to work like Monday through Friday, and his schedule wasn't like that. Okay. So if he was, um, if he got off of work in the morning or whatever, and he'll be like, hey, babe, what you doing? All right, let's go get some breakfast, and I'll take you to work. Uh You know what I mean? I was like, all right, you know, because I don't like driving. You know, I like attention, and I don't, you know, don't really like, so I don't have to worry about Driving to work, Mm-mm. driving home from work, Mm-mm. you know. He'd be like, "What time you get off? I'll come to get you." Yeah. And then he'd be like, bib, he's here, and I'm like, "All right, y'all gotta go." Right. You know I mean? <laughs> and to me, that was all right, but right. to him, it was knowing where I was, and then I'm stuck at work. Mm-hmm. So if something come up, it's not like you know. But I mean, if something happened, I and like say if I was going out with my coworkers, I could go. I would just get a ride with somebody and be like, "Hey, pick me up from here." But that, looking back, that probably would have been a problem. It never happened, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. But that probably would have been a problem. It would have been a problem insecure. if somebody would have like taken. Because he's insecure. So if if say we decided, because you work there too, so say we decided to go out and get drinks. Now, if I was right with you, that wouldn't be a problem. But if, and if you it was, was going to be a problem, you better let, never let me find out that it was going to be a problem. No, and it was. This was the thing about that job because. At the job, he knew that all the men there were gay and it was all it was women and gay men. Or So he thought. Uh So. Right. And so he was cool with that. Now, when I started doing other things outside Mm -hmm. of the job, that's he was like, why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? You know, being supportive. And it wasn't like he was being because he was coming out at first. Uh-huh. He was coming to all my speaking engagements. He was coming to conferences and stuff like that, which didn't bother me again because I really don't go any. I don't go anywhere you can't go. Whatever. Yeah. All right, you want to co- Okay. You know, I really didn't pay any mind like that, and it wasn't like a over. I didn't feel like I couldn't breathe, and I'm a Sagittarian mm-hmm. So, uh, and we we don't like to be boxed in, but I did not feel boxed in at all. Mm. However, the decisions I was making were having an effect on him, uh-huh. and I just didn't I, I didn't see it. But when they started appearing, I was like, what? I didn't stick around.
0: Because everything that you're describing, I just feel like I did not know you was getting abused. <laughs> uh, you know, all this time, I thought he was the greatest thing, but lo and <laughs> behold,
1: <laughs> I don't know. I, I was not abused. I was not. <laughs>
0: Was you not. wasn't, but what I'm saying is That's this what it sounds sounds to you. mighty, you know, like if I'm doing something, I'm at work and it's, you know, women and gay men, but then if I got a speaking engagement and you're not there and it's just men, you know, and then you got a problem with it. Not,
1: no. Right. I mean, it was like little weird things, but again, I didn't realize until it was over. I didn't realize until it was over. And then he would tell me some stories about, like, some experiences that he had. And I just feel like, damn, he just did you dirty. Like, it was some fucked up shit. I ain't gonna lie. Mm. And I was like, poor thing. Like, no wonder he thinks, you know what I mean? But hey, whatever it is, this is the one, is that all the things?
0: No, we got two more. Go ahead. The second to last one is your partner... It's constantly having to reassure you. So, you know how you said you like attention. And, and so the article says, like, it's nothing wrong with craving, you know, attention. Mm-hmm. It's nothing wrong with craving some reassurance from your partner. Mm-hmm. You know right. what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with that. Everybody does that. You you want your partner mm-hmm. to think highly of you. Everybody does that. You know, every now and again. But the constant, the constant reassurance Abusey. I
1: didn't, I, it, I was going to say that too. What's our word? Abusey.
0: Abusey. <laughs> it,
1: was, it was nothing abusey about the relationship. Nothing. What? And I think, like I said, I think just because of the person that I was, I would always do little things. And that was back in the day when I was cooking every day, you know, and it was like, and cooking is a very intimate thing. I don't cook for people anymore. Right. Um, cooking is yeah. a very intimate thing. And he was um he loved my cooking. He, you know, and when if I cooked, he really felt like, even though I had children to feed, that, you know, oh, I was, and that's what connected us, cooking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was that's that's how we that's how he approached me. It was because of my food. I was making a sauce and you could smell it all up and down the street. And he mm-hmm. can't he asked, he was like, You think I could get some sauce?
0: You think you got enough, a little bit more that,
1: uh, he was, I cussed him out too, because he, um, because he asked for the sauce. Now he was, um, because he lived there with his, uh, with his family Mm -hmm. and I thought they had all moved because Mm -hmm. I didn't see any of them. I saw a U-Haul truck. I said, Oh, they're moving. You know, I didn't pay it any mind. Mm -hmm. And then maybe like a couple weeks later I saw him and I was like, Oh, I thought they moved. Mm -hmm. But what happened was she left.
0: Okay. You know,
1: her and the kids, they left. And I was I was like, oh, so when he came and asked me for the sauce, I was like, Oh man, you know, he I probably down there starving, like eating out of a can. Mm. Or I mean, even though he can cook a little bit, but you know, you know how men, you know, yeah. they got a woman, whatever. And I was like, yeah, sure. You know, you could have some. I was like, you know, when it's done, I'll put it in a bowl, or whatever. He was like, okay. So when he came down to get it, and I put it, I had put the salt. I was like, you know how to make noodles? And he was like, yeah. So I put the salt in a little bowl, and he tried to hand me ten dollars. I would have took it. I know you would.
0: <laughs> I would have took it because, like, I you was just you the U-Haul just moved, and now yeah, you've been my thing for thought about. It just I know me. it wasn't like. I know it wasn't like yesterday because I know how I know you wouldn't have talked to him, but like you was just over there with your family. Now you now you want sauce. Yeah, give me the ten dollars.
1: No, I didn't this is why I didn't take it because and this is how I think. Just like you think it's abusey, whatever, I because I knew his intent. Mm-hmm. So now it was it's crazy to me how I knew that then. That was my first inkling. And you always say then you say that go with your gut. Mine. My yeah. first inkling was this bitch trying to play me mm. like you know what I mean like oh I got money I pay my way I did like that slick shit I was like Mm-mm. I cussed him out real nice real nice real good and he was just looking at me like I was like now take your goddamn sauce
0: <laughs> and go, <laughs> and boy, go. Can-
1: yes because I was like what, what, the, what the fuck you think this is like I'm not gonna feed my kids to feed you right. like I'm gonna take out no my kid we're fine bye then it was like, you know, get out of here, with your little And office. I
0: would have said all of that it took that ten dollars out of his pocket and been like, bye. <laughs>
1: Goodbye. It was What's it the was the in, it was the intent of uh-huh. how he gave it that I was like, yeah, no. So I really didn't dig that at all. And I forgot how we start, you know. I don't know if he he, he, he did apologize or something. Was like, yeah. well, I just thought blah, blah, blah. You know. So and I'm telling you, that was the wrong move because he ain't offering money for a while. Yeah, because you ain't take the money. That's well, why. I mean, it's even like, take even the money. we were like literally legit together, and I wouldn't even accept gifts from him.
0: Oh. Well, why he needed to get help for his insecurities, you clearly needed to get help for some stuff too.
1: I just don't like. I don't if I feel like if people are going to do something for you, you know, just do it. You know what I mean? Just but whatever it was, it let me know that his intent wasn't right. It just didn't feel right. Well, that's that, so- let's
0: just say that it didn't feel right because if somebody is trying to pay their way, you know, or give you something for something that you did, you know, now if you had a feeling, cause go with your gut, you know, that woman's intuition that your intent wasn't right. And I ain't taking you 10 bucks. That's one thing, but don't say it like paying your way or, yeah, coming down there and giving me $10 so I could go buy some more sauce, not because I'm not going to feed my kids, but just so the next time it's time to get sauce, I got your 10 bucks in my pocket. And I ain't got to worry about getting the sauce out of my dime. That's how I think. Thank you for the money <laughs> and see you later, mm-hmm. you know. But I just think that constantly having to reassure your, your your people, you know, or the person that you with, it, it, it takes away from you. You know, like, cause you're giving everything to them. You're like, you, like the whole, you're enough, you know, now and I got to reassure you now. And I got to tell you, you are enough. Mm-hmm. I'm putting everything into mm-hmm. you and I'm giving myself nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm drained because I'm trying to make sure that you're secure, even mm-hmm. though nothing that I say nor do is going to make you secure. If you're insecure.
1: Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly. What's the mm-hmm. last one?
0: The last one is you read too much into what your partner says.
1: I don't, I don't know about that. I'm not familiar with, I don't know how, it's not like you, you take it literal or and I think a lot no, of you them, don't
0: do that because you're not insecure. Him, but that's what I'm saying, him. Did, no, he did that when you said, I'm going to a speech, and he was like, Well, who's gonna be there? Well, why are you doing that? Oh well, he, now. No, waiting, he didn't you know, do that. But you just said that he said when you wanted to you just said that when you wanted to do something different.
1: Whatever well, I, different was. I said, I said, uh-huh. when I started, when I worked at ACS and J, he was fine with it because yes. of who was working there. Right. But when when I, when I started start to do aim, no, when I started to do aim at first, he was coming to the, to the speaking events and the different things and he was coming. Now when he stopped coming, he never questioned it. He never said it. So what I'm saying is even if he was feeling that way, He never said, and that's why that's why it wasn't abusive. He never said why you going over there, what you doing over there, what about this, what about that. Plus, oh, he would say things like he was like, "Here you go, you going to church?" I was like, "Yep, you can go if you want to," but I didn't. And then, like, I remember one time we had a discussion. He was like, "Well, you never invite me to church." I was like, "It's church; it's an open invitation. You can go whenever you want to." But I'm not going
0: going this Sunday,
1: exactly, and Wednesday, and you know, and I am not that kind of person that. Because I go, you have to go, and I'm not going to sit and every week be like, "You going to church? You going to church? You- I'm not right. doing. That. I don't. I don't do that. I don't. This is what I do. You know what I mean? And if it's a problem for you and you can't accept it, oh, that's fine. We don't have to be together. But he's. It wasn't like that. So he never. You said I that. Know, he I said that he said- would. I said that. No, he would. but then
0: you also said the first thing that you started this off was I dated somebody that was insecure this man had on spaghetti strap a spaghetti strap tank right. top and I said look at that man and he went off in a nice way took you home you didn't even get to the yard sale and then you ain't speak for three days if that's not reading into what you say too much I don't
1: know what is oh, All it, I said it, wasn't, it, was, it wasn't because I said so look at I the man it, it was because was it? I was looking at the man Cause he was like, "What are you looking at?" And I was like, "That man." And he was. It didn't matter. Like I didn't say, "Right." Well, I'm okay. Well, first I'm not of all, saying that he. I'm that saying sign, he was he bonafide. Every other time. Yeah. He was. I'm just saying that no doubt he was bonafide, certified, megafied, insecure. No doubt. No doubt in my mind that he was. And but, however, I did not realize it until. The relationship was already over. Now, what right. made you what
0: made you one day have this epiphany that he was insecure? Like after the relationship was over, you're sitting around and I mean you're fully over. It's no going back and forth, it's over. Mm-hmm. And then you sit down and you be like, because that's when it happens. You know, when right. when you are when you're in something, that's like you in something and your man is cheating on you every month, and mm-hmm. you like. I can't believe he cheating on me again, but you stay and you don't really realize how bad he's really doing you until you get out of it. And you like, I was a dumbass dummy. He, you know, he did this, he did that. But while you're in it, you just don't even pay attention to it. And I don't, I
1: don't don't feel that that yeah, because I, I certainly, I certainly don't feel that way. I don't feel like he. I don't feel like I was abused. I don't feel like he did me wrong. I don't feel like, oh my gosh, I was a dummy for staying that long. I don't feel any of those ways. I just used that as. I just, example. I felt like when, when it was over and I could look back, the first thing is because I, and this is the Sagittarian to me, we cannot be boxed in. Mm-hmm. you know, I, we cannot be boxed in. And, um, I forgot, I was having a conversation with somebody and, um, I think I was in church and they were talking about how people respond to different things. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about insecurity. And they was like, a insecurity will have you, you, they was like, you ever have a conversation with somebody and you just, you know, you're saying it's this. And they're like, you, and you just can't convince them otherwise. Mm-hmm. And, and they were like, those are like, and that, and I was like, oh my gosh. And I thought about it and they was like, well, they talk about, they always want to be with you and stuff like that. And these are things that I never realized because the attention didn't bother me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So then I was like, oh my gosh. And he's insecure and he still is.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because
1: <laughs> if you is. don't,
0: if you, first of all, it's just like with anything in life, you know, you're an addict, you need to realize that you're an addict first. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You have dyslexia. You might not know you have dyslexia, but you know something ain't going on right with the way that I'm learning or the way that I'm processing, mm-hmm. whatever, right? It's what you have to realize first. So if a person is insecure and they don't realize it or and or they don't go get the help for it, you know, mm-hmm. you're dyslexic. You could go get help for it and then you go on to be the president of the damn United States. You know, mm-hmm. it happens. If once you get the help, but you got to recognize it first, you know, you got to recognize the problem so you can rectify the problem. And so if you're not recognizing it, you're going to continue to be insecure. That's why umpteen years later, when you see them, it's like, damn, you still insecure? Yes. Cause mm-hmm. I've never, I well, don't even realize
1: that I am insecure. And if I do realize right. that I'm not getting the help for it right now, and that, and that was the, the beginning of the end. I remember what happened. So one time I needed money, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've always taken care of myself since I was a teenager. I've always taken care of myself. And so I remember I needed some money, and I was and I was with him, like, every single day. He knew I needed the money mm-hmm. by a certain time. So I was like, all right, I'm going to do this, this, this. You know, I'm trying to figure out how I can make it work. I'm going to wiggle this. I'm going to try this, 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 this. And then the time is getting closer, and I didn't have the money. Mm-hmm. Nothing was working. so. So then the money was due. It was like either that the money was either due that day or the next day Mm -hmm. or the day before. I can't remember. But it was like due. The money was due, right? And he was like, I thought you needed the money or whatever. I was like, oh, I called my dad.
0: And Uh he was like,
1: you called your dad? And I was like, yeah. And he got upset that I called my dad and didn't ask him.
0: But he knew that you needed the money. Hello. And this was a person. Y'all was in a relationship for real, like together. Take, you we know, together every, taking we care neighbors. of your ki- taking care of your kids.
1: No no, he was,
0: no, no, no. What I mean is, first of all, yes. If a person is whether you feed in my kids or not, if you're mentally feeding into them, emotionally feeding into them, ain't got nothing to do with just because you ain't buying no bread. You're no. around my kids, and he was around your kids. A little bit. It don't matter if he was around your kids a little bit. He met them. He was around them enough. You ain't if y'all was together every damn day. Where was your kids? They went to school in Amboy.
1: They oh, went. Okay. They went away
0: at school makes, during,
1: during that the week. Makes, they were they were up at school during the week, uh, and um, sense. they would come I was home. About
0: weeks. To say what the hell you yeah. mean? He wasn't around because you know like, I have somebody for damn day, and they ain't around your kids. But the point is, is that. You knew, and I'm sure that, you, I mean, not to get all in your business, but I'm sure that y'all was having relations. You know what I'm saying? like Well, damn! <laughs> no, my point, yes, it, may, it speaks to the point. Because if I'm screwing you and feeding you. Making you sauce, not taking your 10 damn dollars. We together every day. You coming to pick me up. You hear me talking about the fact that I got to pay whatever. See, I forgot I what it was. This month. It don't matter mm-hmm. what it was. It could have been a dollar or it could have been uh, right. thousands of dollars. It doesn't matter. The point is, is that you knew that it was coming up. Mm-hmm. I was taught, talk- obviously you were talking about it because it was right. on your mind, and you was like, damn, I wonder what I'm gonna do. How I'm gonna do what I'm right. gonna do. Is this going to get done? And you sat your black ass there and ain't say nothing. I right. had the audacity right. to right. get angry because you asked your daddy and not because you physically
1: asked him and you said right. that wasn't abusive. <laughs> that's a I don't, I don't think that's a, that's and, a and I did not have a problem with it at all. I did not have a problem asking my dad or whatever. And when he asked me what happened, I was like, Oh no, I just asked my dad. And I had the problem when he was upset Yeah,
0: that's that ex- I didn't ex- ask ex- that. No, ex-
1: that ex- not, not, not that I asked my dad. That I did not ask him. Yes. And I'm so he's like sitting there and
0: waiting. And so that's like, like a. That's equivalent, that's what me to, that's equivalent like, to. You said I'm not going to have
1: to ask you. And right, that's, you already, Are you fucking crazy? Oh, That's
0: okay. equivalent to. My lights is about to get turned off. Like I'm going to be in here in the dark with no hot water, no nothing. I'm just going to be in here. And and I'm saying every day, oh my God, I just I hope PSNG ain't outside. They about to cut my lights off. And you know I'ma be in the dark. And you waiting for me to say, Can I can you give me the $250 so I can pay PSNG? Instead of a person that I'm screwing and feeding. You know I'm gonna be up in here in the dark, and you ain't gonna say, they here go the money." And you got the money, right? Ah, oh, that's abusive, and it would have been over,
1: right? So I, I was upset that he got upset. And that I clean I- people for a lot
0: of stuff, but you ain't gonna see me in need because clearly you were in need the fact right. that you called your father and exactly, asked your father exactly. and wasn't able I mean, to make it right wasn't able to either. do exactly right cuz exactly. it's not like you just call. you not you you know exactly. you're not one of the kind of people that's like daddy i'm sorry exactly. bail me out again like you take care of yourself and you him as a person that was in a relationship with you he knew that and you was waiting for me so he had a lot of stuff going on wasn't just insecurities but this podcast is about insecurities
1: that's uh, that was an insecurity trait because that is you have to constantly reinforce he yeah. needed to be needed
0: uh-huh. he
1: needed to be needed and and when it was over that's exactly what he said and I told like I don't want to be needed I don't I don't want to be need I want to be wanted right you know what I mean I don't want to be needed but he needed to be needed and that's what he said he was like you don't need me you make me feel like anybody. You know, you. Ne- he was like, "You never asked me for money for a bill. You never asked me to do this. You never asked me to do that. You never asked for anything. You don't need me." And I was like, "What? You laid up? No, no, no. You know so needs not, to That was done, done around that here. That was, and that wasn't for that particular situation. It was just. No, no, no. That's just. So that's serious. what I'm. What I'm saying he is, just, in he general, felt like I a, didn't need." Right. I didn't need him, so it didn't matter. It, it, you know, and and I understand now what he was saying. And some men are like this. He was like, "Well, a lot of them are. If you don't need me, you know, the first guy that comes along that does smiles a little better than me, or walks a little better than me, or does anything says you don't need a guy anyway. You know, you can replace me real fast. And yeah, that and that's that, that insecurity. That's, that's, that's that insecurity thing. Yeah, yeah. no." I, I, um, so still today, he always be like, I can't believe you're not married, I can't believe this and that, and oh my gosh, I'll never love anybody else like that again, and all this other kind of stuff. Still today, yeah
0: and more and more, and more needy and abusive <laughs> <Yes, laughs> calm down
1: calm down
0: and and for the record I I just want to say this when I say that certain things sound abusive that's my stuff you know what I'm saying I you it, there are a lot of people dealing with insecure people and they're not being abused right. it's nothing about them that feels abused or anything like that you know you I'm not saying you can't be in a loving relationship and a person be insecure because as you stay in the beginning, you don't know what a person is dealing with that they would be insecure about. So I understand that the abusey thing is my thing because you know I feel like if somebody want to spend every waking moment with me, uh, eventually you're gonna slap me tomorrow. It's calm down. Right. You know we have to have space. Right. But that's just my thing. You know. So those are just some of the signs that we found that. You're showing insecurities in, re- in your relationship. One thing I'll say before we go is insecurity is not cute. Confidence is everything. But a person has to gain that within themselves. And what a person needs to realize that are dealing with someone that's insecure, it's not about you. Do not let a person project their insecurities onto you If you choose to deal with someone who is insecure, that's fine. But don't let their negative thoughts and or behaviors be projected onto you. Know that that has nothing to do with you.
1: And And I think that's the most important thing. That you really have to know that their issues have nothing to do with you. And another thing, my advice to all people who are in relationships, and I say this all the time when people ask me, if you are in a relationship with someone who is insecure, don't try to fix them. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You are trying to fight an enemy that the other person doesn't even know is there. Mm-hmm. And you just, you, it doesn't work. You know what I mean? It doesn't right. work. You cannot fix someone's insecurities. And Bibi knows. Firsthand.
0: And with that, we're going to go ahead and get on out of here for this week. We hope that you enjoyed this week's episode. Uh, this episode is dropping late, and we do apologize, but we wanted to make sure that we got something of quality out for you this week. So we hope that you enjoyed it. Remember that all new episode drops each and every Monday. You can find us anywhere where you can listen to your free podcast that is on iTunes, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and you can also find us on YouTube. Make sure that you follow the show. Uh, we are on all social media platforms. That's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at We Did That Shit. Follow me on my personal e. Um, Twitter, it's
1: MyMy13 that's M-Y-M-Y-1-3 and I'm at Babi Amina that's B-I-B-B-I A-M-I-N-A
0: don't forget to tell someone about the show and tell them to tell somebody about the show uh, and we'll be here same time next week well not this same time because we're late this week but we'll be here Monday <laughs> next week
1: remember don't be insecure Be great this week. Do that shit. I love you, Maya. Love you, too.